we went to garage sales two weeks ago and it was our express purpose to try to uh, practice from this book on some leading questions to get people to open up about spiritual things. And man, it, we, we had a great garage, half a day of garage sales. <laughs> Almost every place we got to talk about brought up something in a spiritual topic. It was exciting. How do I remain alert to how God is wanting to use me? Do you desire to be used by God in the lives of others that really don't know how to get started? Hi, I'm David Dennis with the Kansas Communities Ministry with The Navigators. Thank you so much for joining us today. This is the third of four podcasts featuring my friend Bill, whose name we have changed for security reasons. Bill is a humble man who dreams big for God. I start today by asking him to review some of the life lessons he has learned over his greater than 50 years of ministry with The Navigators. Looking back over your careers, working over 50 years with the Navigators, what are some life lessons you've learned, would you say? Well, probably one of the, the, the key things that affects all of life, and especially people going overseas because you're faced with different cultural differences and things, but here too, the whole concept of the sovereignty of God and how that intersects with your life in all kind of areas, in who you marry and who you, whether in your sicknesses and health, uh, your relationships, uh, your work, it just it, it uh, shows up everywhere. And I have a book that I take through young leaders. It's called Making of a Leader. And he says that if you don't have a sovereign mindset, uh, leaders that don't have a sovereign mindset don't finish well. The The problem is that if we don't believe in the sovereignty of God, oftentimes then if something goes wrong, we blame our leader or we blame our uh, someone or we blame God, uh, but we don't, we're not willing to see how God has used us and wants to use us in our life to mature us to uh, work in other people's lives through what we're facing. Uh, but the sovereignty of God is a big thing that I try to uh, share with anybody that I can. The other thing is the promises of a God. Uh, keep praying these, praying these for people. Uh, the whole thing of prayer, I make it a practice to people that either I have in Bible study or that I'm that I have on my prayer list, I try to pray daily for them. And over the years, um, it's just exciting to see how God works. It's, it's a labor of, of love and discipline to be able and willing to do that, but it makes a difference. Um, I think another area is that we need to have a, a learning or a growing um, mindset, too, in that if I went to a a doctor's office and and he let me into this place where he he uh, checks me out and he had some of his magazines there and the only magazines he had were I looked at the dates and they were five years old I would think you know maybe I ought to get a second opinion 
because maybe there's something new come out on my particular thing. So it's the same way. If if we're not learning, uh, especially in ministering cross-culturally and things, God is, is teaching people different things in different areas of, of the world. And if we don't aren't willing to learn, and so books and journals in the particular area that you're really interested in, if a person is not hasn't read a couple new books in the last year or so, if they're not having reading journals or getting a podcast that's really educating them on something. Uh, the This book on making of a leader says that most leaders plateau. And uh, I'm afraid of that. I don't want to plateau. And I don't want to, to uh, be satisfied with, with where I'm at. So we're right now uh, teaching a little uh, class, and uh, we're going through the the basics of the wheel illustration, which is Christ the center and uh, the prayer and the word and the fellowship, and then on on sharing with others, uh, reading through a book and practicing, uh, learning how to bring up spiritual topics in a in a sensitive way. And I don't think we've been taught how to do that. I've not been taught. And so this man really gives us some good, yeah, this book, uh, God, God Space. He talks about wondering questions. He talks about preparing spiritual appetizers. Uh, I'm really excited about this book. We've been, we've been doing it for at least a month now. Uh, and we went out and practiced it last uh, Sunday. And it, it, it works. And so I'm excited. Another, so another thing is that uh, we've mentioned, you know, use your, leverage your hobbies and your interests. And all the time you should be making new friendships, new contacts, uh, whether it's the barber or the person you have to wait when you're getting your tire fixed, whoever it is, if it's somebody that I won't maybe meet again, I try to, figure out pretty quickly if there's any interest, if it's friends that are or neighbors that will know for a long time, that's another story. But uh, all the time, continually making new friendships and writing na- names and numbers down. And we went to garage sales two weeks ago, and it was our express purpose to try to uh, practice from this book on some leading questions to get people to open up about spiritual things. And man, it, we, we had a great garage, half a day of garage sales. <laughs> Almost every place we got to talk about brought up something in a spiritual topic. It was exciting. Also, uh, the uh, I mentioned the whole thing of, I think that we really need to rethink about our whole area of, of how to work as a team, find somebody that you can work together with and have a particular target or a certain group of people that you're really uh, uh, trying to reach with uh, with the gospel, and it'll make life so much more interesting and joyous in working together with others, and and then you don't have to do everything and you can major on your spiritual gift. And that would be the other thing that I really encourage people to understand what their spiritual gift is. Uh, one of the things that over the years I, 
I looked back and I began to realize, hey, God has put me in situations where I'm pioneering. I'm starting things. So that alerted me to any place I go. If I, if God lays on my heart some need, there's no reason for me not to start this if it's in my major focus, you know, of making disciples. So that's like the state fair. We believe that that would help us meet more people. And uh, so, you know, if it fails, that's okay. We tried. Uh, you know, we, we uh, not only did the state fair, we also did a farm show. If we had people, we should be at every farm show in Kansas. Uh, people are open there. We met people at, at the farm show, and all we had was just giving away a few books and put the Navigator deal up, and we met people right off. Mm-hmm. Wow. So there's all kind of opportunities, but just, uh, you know, figure out how God is, has, has gifted you and then really look for opportunities to use your gift in those areas, and it usually works best on a team. You touched a little bit on spiritual gifts, and if you've been around the church for 20, 30 years, there have been many spiritual gift surveys and kind of some ideas on how to determine that, but perhaps someone is listening who is not familiar with that. You've alluded to one way of finding your spiritual gift, and that is uh, to see where God has placed you and what you have an interest in. Any other comments about how to discover your spiritual gifts? Well, the those... You can go online, like you said, and I think that's good to do. But I think the one of the main things is, is especially when you're younger, take every opportunity, every, anytime you have an opportunity to try something, try it and see. You know, for me, trying speaking, I've tried speaking all my life, and I, I don't get much more excited about it than I did in the beginning. But uh, some things I do get excited about. Uh, I plan and get excited about um, doing ad- adventures, doing uh, bonding, like Boundary Waters trips and things like that. Uh, I get excited about uh, going to the state fair. I get excited about figuring out how we can start a ministry in a, a new college or something. Um, so those things. So and and as you as you see that that you you know some people really like to serve, like to come alongside and help make a success what someone else is doing. Uh, when you realize that and then get next to help helping people, that's a tremendous burden lifting for other people that can do more things. So I think just out doing something and then figuring out, you'll see needs, God will point out needs. Uh, it's just like the person that has a spiritual gift of giving. God will point out to you people who have a need for somebody to help them, whether it's you or you get somebody else to help them. It may not always be money, it may be some other way, but God will point that out to you. And so you end up going around and in a group, you'll figure out who needs help. How true it is that we need to remain alert to the ways that God wants to use our own spiritual gifting. Isn't Bill inspiring as he humbly relates new ventures and new ideas that he wants to try out? He wants to see how God will use him in different situations. You know, he's always ready to meet new people, to try new things, in order to be used effectively by God in other people's lives. Join us next time for the final podcast featuring Bill, as together we learn how to make disciples naturally.
The views expressed on this podcast are those of the speakers and are not necessarily the views of the navigators, nor of the Kansas Communities Ministry. Thank you for listening.